1: How can we find lit round tight ends to help us win $200,000? That is what we are doing today on Roto is Overtime. We are 13 picks through our draft in the FFPC $125 contest. So far, the team is Tyreek Hill, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, Brees Hall, Justin Fields, Jahan Dodson, DeAndre Swift, Quinton Johnson, Brian Robinson, Rashad Bateman, Devon In, Marvin Mims, and Sam Howell. Two quarterbacks, four running backs, loaded up at the receiver position. Zero tight ends. That is what we are going to try and find as we move through the rest of the draft. How are you feeling so far, Dave? As to how this team is playing out, I'm I'm excited. Maybe concerned about tight end, but I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love what I can get shot. You, on you know, car. it's a, it's
2: <laughs> y- your uh, your concern about tight end is so fun that uh, I can't decide. How concerned I can possibly be, um, or should should actually be
3: here, um, because David and I are going to. Sean more, doesn't seem taking, that worried. So, like, can we just go with zero? Well, it just seems the like whole- there's so
2: many. I mean, one of the things if we had had more time to talk before this started, I you know, because again, going back to drafting in 18 rounds on Underdog, that. Extra two rounds to me, and especially now because I feel like we, we don't need a third quarterback. Um, it just seems like it's inviting you to push tight ends so you can take more at the end of the draft.
1: So, what you're saying is if you had thought more about it before we drafted and realized there was two extra rounds, you would have even no, 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 tight oh, end I knew farther. there was
2: no, I knew there was no, I, I know I that, said, talking, but no, no, no. Well, I, I guess I to me, if once we didn't get Goddard. I just don't really care about what happens. you know I could wake up in round 16 and just draft tight ends to close it out and I think I wouldn't feel the concern that we saw you feeling earlier.
1: I think um, the reason that you'll that I have that concern is when we look at tight ends that go in this range there is options that and we'll often talk about them on the podcast but there's options that we like lit but there is only say five options through these last six seven rounds so once we go miss out on Dulcich, who we passed on you know there's not a huge amount of options there's a lot of players here that will get kind of lost in the wash the one thing sean that the sam howell pick opens us up to is we can draft logan thomas so everything will be okay when we get to the end of this draft i'm excited can't wait to get logan thomas back on the the roster here but All joking aside, Sean, the team is in, I think, excellent shape outside of that one position, and I do think that we're going to have a lot of luck off the draft gods here to get those guys that we really want to get through the remainder of the draft. I
2: guess we should start figuring out who's the first one going to be. It's going to be Logan Thomas
1: in the 19th round.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I do think that we want to take Hunter Henry here. He's such a strong selection. The only other thing i'm looking at and really what we want so we have seven picks remaining and of those seven picks we probably want one running back we could probably allow ourselves one receiver and then at least four tight ends and then that final pick could be whatever the best player available is but we do probably have to start on the tight end position here the only thing that i'm looking at is that Rasheed Rice is below his ADP even from the last couple of days. Now, again, I think that he can probably pass through because people have been talking about him so negatively. But the question would be, is he the kind of the last guy that we'd be looking at at receiver? Again, to kind of put opposite T. Higgins and then full tight end. So my pitch would be Hunter Henry right here. We hope Rasheed Rice comes back to us. If he doesn't, then we want to keep loading up On the tight end position. I mean, this is a couple spots below ADP again, around 14 doesn't actually mean that much, but I do feel a lot of relief now to have gotten Hunter Henry.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for me, Henry's the clear choice here, right at ADP, and we're in dire need of tight ends.
3: (laughs) So we'll go ahead and hit that one there. Dave, the guy I wanted to ask you about, who I mean, there have been reports in a variety of ways. One of the things we talk about constantly on OT is going after the big talents. But the reporting has been, and it's now a little bit more relative question, relevant question, because Rasheed Rice does sadly go. Tyler Conklin has been talked up as the potential number two weapon with the New York Jets. Are you buying or selling that in your own drafts?
2: I definitely take Conklin. And especially, I like pairing him with Brees. Um, it may, you know, it's anecdotal, but I just remember Kittle and CMC playing off each other in week 16 to get me through to week 17. And, um, you know, when you're around that goal line, I think having Brees and Conklin gives you two paths to get a touchdown. So I like it.
3: And if he does make it another four picks here that will be a decent value on him too, as he has gone at 14.05 in the last three days. So we'll hope for that. A backup selection then would be Michael Mayer, who doesn't project to come back, and he does go. So now it's even more a thing where we we really want Conklin to come through these three picks.
1: Yeah, I I would have been some between the two of those. Which one do we want to go for? The value definitely would have been on... Conklin and I would have went for him to see if we got Mayer back through in the the sixteenth round, but obviously that's a long way from happening. So three selections to go to we get to our pick. Then Sean, this strategy. draft there only has Kelsey. Yeah, so this will be the one that we. This is the pick of most concern. Um, so we'll Maybe see what Maybe he happens. wants Knox with Richardson, or uh, with uh Allen. Yeah, that would probably make more sense for him. He takes Hodgins. Hodgins, so. We should have the option here then. I think, Sean, Kendra Miller would be the other player that would potentially make sense. and That for for me would only be if Conklin is gone here. Um, But I think in the next round then you're into Trey McBride as the preferred option if if we could get him back in the 16th. Any thoughts on McBride if Conklin's gone here though?
3: Well, I've been concerned (laughs) about what the Cardinals have done at the quarterback position but i think one guy who could potentially withstand that would be trey mcbride now i prefer to have him as the tight end three and yet i mean he's one of those just huge huge upside plays where i mean his price has not made any sense now the floor is absolutely zero so from that perspective i can understand how trey mcbride gets pushed down and yet the ceiling there is to go in the same range as a guy you know, in on rounds eight or nine. And so that part I think is exciting. The main thing here, the fallback pick for me was Kendra Miller. He actually goes, but that means Tyler Conklin does come to us. Dave made a great argument for him. I'm going to go ahead and just make this pick. Yeah.
1: It's going to be a run of purple
3: here, I think, for us. It's just going to be
1: purple picks for the tight end position moving forward. I do think that if we look at, you know, since we made the Howell pick, there has been three tight ends that have gone, and to get two of those, I think is is a big relief. Um, we'll see then how it goes over the next couple of rounds. But what I was saying about the tight end position and the targets, you know, Mayer is one of those prime targets that I'll be looking to get. And obviously, he's gone now, so it, it starts to limit it out. If we miss out on Trey McBride, for example, it's you know we're into K and Mike Kasek, Logan Thomas, Durham Smythe. But Durham-Smythe, Sean, is going to be the pick we need because that's who we drafted with Blair as well. If Durham-Smythe
3: hits, then both of these teams into the finals. I I really like this team now. I I mean, I always like to push early and have sort of a a gutsy build because so often when you do that, you will get what you need late to get – henry a couple picks below adp and conklin around below adp i mean that really makes some of our early choices i think look very good right now
1: yeah i think like a the the thread in the needle is really how that works out and there is a point where the likelihood of it working out gets very slim i know both of you guys were very relaxed about it but just for people who are drafting it can come back to uh fall apart so i'm excited now because if we happen to get let's say uh trey mcbride coming back to us i, I think we start to get into a, a, just a phenomenally strong position then with the three of those guys at a tight end so we do have quite a bit to go there's 12 picks uh he is somebody who usually goes off the board um you know and that 17th round usually at the back of it so i'm pr- hopeful that in the mid 16th he's an option is there anyone else in the queue at the moment that will be standing out to you as a potential target here, either tight end or non tight end that we haven't talked about yet, uh, Dave?
2: Well, I mean, I, I I, can't really wrap my head around drafting Logan Thomas in 23, regardless no. of what we think about the commanders. I, I mean, I don't. He's do got, we think Sam Logan Howell Thomas? Is, no, but does he have Sam Howell a quarterback or does Sam Howell have some yet? undetermined tight end or tight ends you know I, we, can't, just, we can't
1: push tight end to the 14th
2: round and then I, I can't draft, draft Logan, Logan Thomas. Thomas ahead of Noah Fant and I don't think I can take him ahead of Isaiah likely on this team um, I and even Taysom Hill I mean I just don't expect Logan Thomas to score points in enough total games um, to bother with him the, the one thing about know. the
1: tight end premium as well, it does get into a point where, you know, if a tight end has five or six catches, you know, and a touchdown, it becomes like they become a flex option in this particular. I'm form. just
2: worried he's not even going to play five or six games, I guess. And, Is that an injury related, though, or performance? Yeah, I related? mean, it, well, I mean, when's the last time we got a real season out of Logan Thomas? It just seems like his first forever season ago. The Washington. seems like forever ago. Yeah, he has the, last, the last two seasons, he's thirty-nine catches alive. last year, eighteen. I mean, I feel like this team has moved past needing Logan Thomas.
3: They have some interesting guys behind him. One of the things I think he would be very trendy right now if he hadn't missed almost their entire lead up to the season with injury. There's an article on him uh, from the Washington Post today talking about how he's finally healthy. And ready to go and it's going to be a huge part of this offense in part because this offense the There's enemy has brought over you know has you know that travis emphasis kelsey. with the travis kelsey part of it now i'm not saying that we necessarily target logan thomas i'm just trying to balance out the different things because i think what both of you are saying are key parts of it where thomas is a pretty narrow path type of guy i think that does- we're yeah what we're kind of looking at the problem for me with Isaiah likely is that that one just also seems extremely narrow when he's behind the best tight end in football other than Kelsey and they've added those receivers if they hadn't added those receivers I think likely would be like really exciting because there are some things to what he has done his peripherals all of that that jump out I mean for me both of those guys are tricky I mean Taysom Hill now with Derek Carr there it seems like they probably have move beyond him as a gadget guy or at least to that extent now if that means he actually plays actual tight end a little bit more and gets out there and catches <clears> some <throat> passes it just is one where taysom hill probably a better pick in formats where you're looking for that rare touchdown as opposed to right. a, a tight end premium where you know he catches a bunch of passes and I probably did like it was kind of
1: a bet when it started, but I had to continue it on then uh, just for the debate and point of it. the The likelihood of Logan Thomas having a you know fifty catch season is probably a lot slimmer than you know him having a having having his season like his first season with Washington. For example, that season he had seventy two receptions on one hundred and ten targets. But since that, he's had eighteen receptions and thirty nine receptions, like you mentioned before that. It's 16 receptions, 12 receptions, and 17 receptions is all of a season total. So he's 164 career receptions, 72 of those coming in 2020. So there is a lot of stuff from your side. But at this point of the draft and the Sam Howell team, if things click into the right way. And the other part is like we like obviously Dotson, like McLaurin, but there still has to be targets to go around the rest of that offense. So it's kind of I don't think
2: I've ever heard Sean talk about Cole Turner, so I don't really know if you have any thoughts about him in the last round with Hal as opposed to Thomas.
3: That one is just so tricky because those guys have looked pretty good in preseason and whatnot, and there have even been rumors that Logan Thomas would get cut or traded or something to that effect. It doesn't look like that is going to be what happens, and so uh, for me, even though the the commanders love to talk up how important the tight end position is in their offense, I'm like, you have Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin, and you have Curtis Samuel to be that gadget guy. You've got these two running backs that like we Gibson like as well. Yeah. So if the, there's the offense a lot of doesn't, do that. yeah, I mean, if the offense doesn't run through those guys, then I think that you're designing it wrong or the play calling isn't optimal. So i would be okay leaning into howell and dotson as being the path and i think that once you take dotson and then certainly once you take howell behind it you really are betting on dotson having that massive blow-up season that blair andrews has written about extensively I, i i didn't want to say it until it happened it just mcbride is mcbride should not be going after some of these other players so we'll click on McBride. Darnell Mooney was somebody who, if we hadn't gotten caught in this you know, three tight end run, the need to add tight ends, he would have been someone in round 15 who was interesting as kind of that deep shot with a Justin Fields. Again, I think that the thesis on Fields, and one of the reasons that you take him in the middle of five is that he has so many ways to win and doesn't need his guys with him and that flexibility allows you to pursue what you want later in the draft as opposed to having to force it.
1: An interest in Claypool is that a deep shot later on?
3: Yeah, that was what I was going to ask. Are you selecting Claypool in round 18 on your Justin Fields teams, round 18, round 20 in this particular c- circumstance?
2: I think earlier in the summer it was easier to, But you know, I'm somebody who got really excited about Claypool and Dynasty traded for him a lot. So I sometimes with those players, you just when other people are still holding out hope, you've kind of, you've, it was it was a harder letdown for you. So you just kind of leave it alone. So that, that's kind of where I'm at on Claypool. Um, I think especially with the strength of wide receiver at this team, it just kind of like, I'd give me a bunch of other random tight ends. I think would do more for us.
1: Tricky part as well, Sean. You mentioned the wide receiver when we had our team in the finals. You know, we had a situation where DJ Moore wasn't really hitting that season in Carolina, but we had you know, Elijah Moore was a player we were hoping might have come back off injured reserve. Once you get a couple of injuries and you're in these finals and players are maybe not 100%, every single one of those bodies is a little bit of a, a ticket that could potentially go off in that final. Uh, and that would be kind of the only thing. Again, when I mentioned Thomas or when I mentioned Claypool, I, that would be the main reason. I would
2: rather players. draft Diami Brown than
1: chase Claypool. I can see. Sean, that. Sean tell me yeah. who else was uh, not productive in that team in the final uh, in 2021. Well, you mentioned
3: Elijah Moore, and i I, I mean, De'Ami Adwa- Brown was on that team as well. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The Elijah on Moore one was so tough because that was so tough. David, you mentioned the the guy who scored for you the week after it mattered. We were watching all week long to see if Elijah Moore was going to play. And then at the last moment, they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter to us. We're going to hold him out another week. And then he went off in what would have been week 17 that year, or we are already week 18, whatever it was. He goes off on the final week that was non-fantasy relevant. We're like, Mm. just have that in there as opposed to having to rely on Jarvis Landry. It seemed like Landry was going to get it done. He did not. So as we get back to the draft here, the disappointing thing, at least for me, was Sean Tucker goes at. 1611 i wanted him to be kind of our last running back i think he's a must draft in every league at this point i think he's going to be the tampa bay starter from midseason on we lose him we still have some other options you were talking about guys we could put in at the last round and might make a huge difference Wondell robinson is somebody who when you're trying to figure out how you can use your final picks on someone who not only would like be out there but could put up a 30 in week 17 to win the whole thing wandel just a very obvious selection i think we are getting to the point where you you like him
2: over hyatt
3: it just straight up i do i do i think that hyatt is probably a year away i like but but hyatt and and robinson are the two guys i think people should be drafting for that team i actually really is going
1: undrafted in this format
3: yeah that shouldn't be happening (laughs) (laughs) the uh so Clyde Edwards Alaire comes here I I haven't been picking him at all but for this particular team and we have two guys who are going at the 16 17 or Kate Otten is going 1601 he comes all the way through for us the Buccaneers don't really have I mean we like Trey Palmer but they don't really have a third wide receiver beyond the two main guys is is this a pretty easy Kate Otten pick it's only taken a year, but the bet has
1: worked out. Sean is <laughs> tidying in on I can't believe it. I Can't believe this. I like. Real. I like it. Okay. One of my absolute favorite things in the entire world is attending live events, the atmosphere, the sound, all the little intricate details you can see when you're there live in person. It is just an amazing time. One of the biggest downsides though, of it can be the stress and trying to find tickets before the event to make sure you get the best seats. And that is where game time comes in. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over tickets start getting hyped for the fun that you're about to have game time is the place to get those last minute ticket deals and it's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason exclusive flash deals on all the events coming up and you can buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set and you can snag tickets today without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and Use the code RotoViz for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code RotoViz for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: skipping on Tua earlier has been just it's, everything's been made okay now Sean has
3: picked up Colin has gotten everything he wanted by missing on Tua we've got four tight ends in a row one of them is Kate Otten I'm pretty sure Sean that's the first time we've ever drafted Otten together oh it is it's definitely the first <laughs> and it's also going to be the one that wins the entire tournament for us
1: I thought you were going to say it's definitely going to be the last but it, it's well it also time. is
3: definitely going to be the last time. so <laughs> Jalen hyatt and wandell robinson i love both of these guys that wandell robinson was one of our main targets a season ago it didn't work out and that was a big dynasty target and i think it's still going to work out in dynasty it was so frustrating because he has the injuries early then he looks good for a couple games then he gets injured and misses the rest of the season i still think he is the star in that passing game eventually but I mean, Blair and I like Jalen Hyatt so much during the draft process that we had him as like the 109-110 in Superflex Dynasty until he fell so much in the reality draft. Then you've got to obviously move him down a little bit. But now all of the reports are that he's been fantastic in training camp and exactly what you saw in that game against Alabama, where it was interesting because we would bring a lot of college football experts onto the show during the draft season and people kept telling us it's gimmicky it's gimmicky they hit him and I'm just like you can't gimmick your way to what he did against Alabama and now he supposedly has been the breakout star of Giants training camp similar to the situation with Rasheed Rice and Justin Ross I think that Jalen Hyatt and Wondell Robinson you're probably looking for them to hit on the final third of the year but I guess I think they're going to hit David is that how you are looking at those two guys, do you think that Hyatt could hit early? I mean, one of the things that's just been tough is that they've created a real logjam there at the wide receiver yeah. position.
2: Yeah. It is tough because, you know, there's positive things you can say about the three veterans there as well. And, um, I mean, I think what we saw in the pre, and we're not even talking about Waller, and I think what you saw in the preseason, Waller and Campbell getting heavily targeted, um, you know, it's it's hard to guess when, what will happen it all just makes me like daniel jones more um but it's hard to pick so it's generally i you know i just wait and i um i'll take the the guy who's available later but this feels really late for hyatt so that's what's interesting i guess
1: yeah and sean mentioned robinson i'm surprised that both of those guys continue to go so late and i think part of why they are going so late is people are uncomfortable with the amount of wide receivers that are in the you know the competition and the room but i think as, as sean mentioned as the season goes on it might be the last third of the season but i would fully expect those guys to start to work their way past some of some of the veterans hyatt does go off the board at the 17 12 isaiah likely then goes off the board after that so we are six picks away but we have three selections left sean you mentioned that at running back obviously we, we did miss out on Um, Sean Tucker would have been somebody we would have really liked to get on this roster but any of the running back names that are left here standing out for you you know the likes of Zamir White, Jerome Ford, Chase Bryan, potentially any of those running backs standing out? Well
3: I still think that one of the Bengals running backs is going to hit I think that anybody who has a lot of confidence in which one it's going to be either has a lot of inside information (laughs) or you know, is maybe overconfident. I, I like all three guys. I mean, Chris Evans is the trendy guy right now. I think the other two players are more skilled running backs. And so that makes it difficult.
1: The the other pitch I was gonna ask, or the other question I was gonna ask, is we obviously have taken Hunter Henry in this this particular draft. Mike Kosicki is still available at this point of the draft. Um he usually goes at the 1802. So we have two selections to go, but would you have any
3: interest in adding him with Hunter Henry to this tight end crew? I do, and so it's really a matter of whether or not Dave is okay with that. I think they basically play two different positions. They yeah. have absolutely no wide receivers. They also don't have other interesting is, tight is ends. He, is he healthy right now? Yeah, he's just come back, and my understanding is that he is good to go. Now, anytime that you have gotten to this point and it's close, and I think you still have some questions, is that what you're seeing there?
2: Yeah, he's.
1: I mean, then he's back in practice two days ago. Um, I think the I don't see another guy I
2: really want. So
1: yeah, at the start of draft season, this was flipped, and I remember Sean we did an underdog draft, and I mentioned about Hunter Henry, and he was going undrafted at that particular point. But it is flipped now to the point where Hunter Henry's in the fourteenth round of a tight end premium format, and then you know four picks later, Mike Issey is available. Uh, and I think it's gone away, way too far. And I know Gasecki is somebody that you really liked his profile in a, in Miami. Last season in particular, they didn't really use him and didn't work him into things. But with this roster, I think taking shots on on players like Mike Gasecki um is a smart bet. And again, to go back, there was a lot of concern when <laughs> we were waiting on tight end. But if we look since we took Hunter Henry there has only, outside of our picks, there has only been five other tight ends selected. And that's Michael Mayer, Hayden Hurst, Dawson Knox, Noah Fant, and Isaiah Likely. And I, I think that we've had, <laughs> I, I we said the that the, the the fantasy gods were going to smile upon us. I think they really have, because even after this, there is still other, still, you know, we, I, I think the reason that you said you would take Mike Kosicki is because now it's unlikely that we draft Logan Thomas. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, like Taysom Hill is somebody who was touched on earlier um you know there's a couple of guys still left who usually would be gone at this point so pretty happy pretty happy with that Uh, I think both of those guys could alternate their productive weeks in this offense both of them also could miss time which means that one of them would be the clear tight end one and I think you're you're covering the bets at this late cost um so when we justin ross went may have been somebody in consideration zamir white sean was one of the running backs i mentioned he has gone we have two picks left probably feels like the the problem here is finding the guys we want but you mentioned wendell he is still available um so at this particular point it's are we still looking here at you know I, i think we probably should get another running back in. i don't want to waste a pick just for the sake of it at running back but is it a wide receiver and a running back for you
3: sean Yes, unless Dave has two running backs that he would like, in which case I think that makes plenty of sense as well. Justin Ross would have been interesting really late. I was kind of hoping that he would come back to us in 19. That's not going to work out, but that's also fine. I like Wandale a lot here. The other name that is pretty interesting, I I think that the Indianapolis Colts passing game is going to be an absolute train wreck. But within that, the best sort of price situation is Josh Downs. So we could go that way. All of the Cincinnati backs are available. You know, it could even be something where we took two of them. Dave, what are you looking at with Chris Evans, Chase Brown, and Travion Williams right now? Do you have a lean or an insight into how that backfield's going to play out?
2: No, I know. And so I've been churning through Evans and Williams on dynasty waivers that are open because, you know, you're just trying to have the one that's going to work. But here, it just feels, you know, I wouldn't want to take two. It could be two dead spots, you know, and um, I think it's hard to pick one. I liked it back when Travion was the guy, you know, it's bit really
3: more confusing from there. What about Pierre Strong? So we have Ford. He is supposedly going to be okay for week one. The Browns really like him, but then they make that move and Pierre Strong I mean, he's one of these guys where I feel like if you got 100 carries, the team that put him out there 100 you times. You have 1,000 yards, right? He, has,
2: he was 10, 10, <laughs> 10 <yards> per
3: carry. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, Dave, who, who do you like here? Who would you like us to take in round 19? Well, uh,
2: you know, you've got Zach Evans in the queue, and you haven't talked about him, so. Let's hear what you think about he that. didn't get cut
3: right and since he didn't get cut i'm just like <laughs> that dude is the most talented back on their roster i guarantee you i guarantee you he's the most talented back there i mean is he also the fourth in the pecking order i mean it seems like probably yeah. <laughs> so that makes yeah. it tell.
2: i think we t- i think you should take the receiver that you want the most and see but you think we should take a running back
3: not necessarily i don't think the running back position is going to dry up the same way That wide receiver would kind of fall off a cliff if Robinson goes. I just I think the second half of the season, Robinson's gonna be, you know, that wide receiver two, three turn like the tier, like wide receiver 24, 25 range. 86 wide receivers have already been taken. There's no I mean, it just Yeah, if he's involved,
2: if he's involved and healthy, he's gonna do a lot more than that.
3: So we'll go ahead and click him there. And Again, there's an argument for kind of balancing out the roster a little bit. We're going to be very much at sort of the whims of fate with the four runners we have. But I really like those four guys. Certainly, Brees Hall, DeAndre Swift, Devin H. massive talent, big upside. I've made my pitch for Brian Robinson. You know, if you can get two of them staying healthy and scoring, then we'll be in good shape there i like how we've addressed the tight end position it's pretty fun too because the roster construction explorer loves the five tight end but you don't get in that many situations where it makes any sense so you don't do it Well, we did it here and so that part and, has and, been pretty and sure. not just five
2: total but five in a row yeah
3: yeah we lined them up and we it took really them stands
2: all. out on the board that that big block of purple
3: it's like folks thought they could stop us using the OT rankings, <laughs> but we responded by taking five consecutive tight ends. And th- there was a bit of fortune
1: because there is a few, you know, below ADP. We did take McBride above ADP, but we have seen now since the Kosicki pick, you know, Darnell Washington, Taysom Hill go off the board. Cole Turner, Logan Thomas, big get for the draft right of the eleven after getting the draft Cole Komet, who I mentioned. You mentioned Noah Fant. Now he takes Logan Thomas. So that that
3: team is set at tight end. Let's just gonna say another name to throw out here, and probably isn't draftable. Although, I think just because the last couple of times he was in a decent situation, he got hurt, it makes it look worse. Again, we're talking about seventy-four running backs have been taken. There are not seventy-four running backs who are more talented than Justice Hill, and. If anything were to happen to J.K. Dobbins, I think Justice Hill absolutely blows up. Now, I certainly hope nothing happens to J.K. Dobbins, but we know that he has had some injury issues, and and all running backs obviously are one player, one play. Someone's oh my, listening. Hurt.
2: Someone's listening to this, John.
3: Justice Hill goes twenty go one. So, up,
2: one of our houses is wow. You're it. talking about him.
3: Oh my goodness. So I do like that pick. I do like that pick. Dave, when when you uh, mentioned Zach Evans there, is that because, is he somebody that you're adding to the end of all your dynasty rosters?
2: Well, you can't really because he's not on waivers. You know, people that drafted him haven't dropped him. So I don't have a lot. Um, But I just, when I look at him versus Strong versus even Chris Evans, there's a path where he is actually You know 60 plus percent of the work in the backfield and i don't think that's there really for pierre strong or chris evans or whatever so he's interesting definitely as a last round pick from that standpoint
3: you always kind of wonder too the kansas city chiefs have done some of the most ridiculous things from a personnel perspective of any team in the last five years and it gets completely covered over because Patrick Mahomes is the greatest QB in NFL history and Andy Reid now is closing in on being considered, you know, one of the top 2 or 3 coaches in NFL history. My dream scenario would be the Rams deciding that they are okay with where they are, cutting Zach Evans, him being signed by the Chiefs and becoming the overall like running back 13, running back 14. So I guess my point would be here that you've convinced me that Zach Evans is a good pick even if he's on the Rams. My scenario is what if he's on the Kansas City Chiefs in the middle of the season? So I guess I'm, I'm leaning towards Zach Evans. It would be my first Zach Evans in a recent best ball, but it also feels like maybe the tournament winning play here.
1: I'm in. We've talked, in he's been talked about for, you know, a right and a half. We can't back off now. Um. Yeah, I didn't want to miss out on Wandell, but I was thinking that we could have went for him at that last pick so to, to see him come back. I was kind of between Justice Hill and, and Evans at the uh Robinson selection. So I think that's worked out worked out pretty well. Sean, I like the uh you know the fantasy you know writing that you're coming up with there in terms of getting him over to the Chiefs. That would yeah, be the- we just That'd be the first. Just believe, good, believe. That be, that's the first good uh, decision the Chiefs will have made at running back in a couple of seasons. So maybe it
3: happens. Zach Evans was so good at both TCU and Ole Miss, and I mean, his main problem has always seemed to be just being reliable. And you would love to think that he's maturing and will do that at the NFL level because he's an absolutely electric talent. And if you can unlock that talent, you know I mean, one of the things is he's a little bit lighter in terms of actual weighed, weight weight your know, actual weight <laughs> than what he looks like out on the field. He didn't test quite as fast as again he looks, and so I think when you look at the the weight speed combination in terms of tested, it doesn't flash in the same way that what happens when you watch him and that's backed up by he's always the image that pops up for dave Cabin's breakaway rush score because zach evans not only was he a mega recruit coming out of high school but then when he was on a college football field he was a breakaway rush monster and that's what you want you want running backs who can give you big plays there are lots of guys who can go out there and fall forward for six inches if you've got it blocked up that's not the thing that you're necessarily looking for so zach Evans here in the 20th it's one of these things where as soon as you draft a guy you start to feel more optimistic you're like oh i mean obviously now he's going to do well but it's exciting to have him on this team i i really enjoy this final pick
1: i've loved i've loved this draft and it's really rounded out into shape you guys had full confidence the entire way through it i may have had some concerns and people may have enjoyed my you know I'll say my displeasure uh, at some of the selections, but it has been a huge amount of fun. Running through the team again, it is Tyree Hill, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, Jahan Dodson, Quentin Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Marvin Mims, Wendell Robinson at receiver. Brees Hall, DeAndre Swift, Brian Robinson, Devon Achain, and Zach Evans at running back. Tight ends of Hunter Henry, Tyler Conklin, Trey McBride, Kate Otten, Mike Kosicki. And then we have Justin Fields and Sam Howell at quarterback. How are you feeling now that it is all said and done? Dave, happy with the team?
2: Yeah, I really like it. I really like it. I like having a, an excuse to draft as many tight ends as are worth drafting this year.
1: Yeah, and I always love when Sean will tell us that, you know, it's looking good over at the Road of His Tools for this team to help win us $200,000 this year. So everything comes together at the end. Sean, as we get ready to wrap up, any, any final thoughts, any final
3: words? Well, I just wanted to really thank... Dave Philippi for drafting with us this was so cool I as I mentioned we have the two main winners of the contest I've pulled three additional names Dave's was one of those and I reached out to him just a couple of hours before we did this and said look we're, we're trying to find some fun draft experiences you know are you interested The fact that he was able to do it on short notice was really really cool and then to get here and draft a little bit of an unusual team not unusual but just a few little tweaks to some of the things that we've been doing i mean i've had justin fields ranked really high and had him as a clear priority target in drafts and yet especially in the ffpc side haven't selected him a ton to draft him in the middle of five here. And then to have everything kind of revolve around that in such a cool way has been exciting. And so it's always great to bring someone in, especially someone who is working on a great dynasty article for us, as I mentioned, who finished in the top 100 of BBM three last year to inject a, a great best ball mind into this, draft and to have you on the show dave really appreciate it you did a great job and looking forward to more cool stuff in the future
2: thank you guys really
1: a pleasure no Can't problem it's been for, it's, uh, been, it's been awesome and um you know me and sean i mentioned at the end i think it might have been last friday's show is like you know stay tuned me and sean were bouncing about all these crazy ideas of what we might do and different ideas but we uh we we were like let's let's get somebody on to extra on to draft and uh, it's been awesome to have you on, Dave. So, anything that you want to shout out? Are you on Twitter? What do you want to let the the listeners know?
2: Hopefully, they can look forward to reading something from me on Rotoviz. So Stay tuned. That, that's Stay tuned. that's what we're working on. Yeah, look forward to uh, getting some good feedback from Sean and Blair and anybody else, and uh, yeah, hopefully make a debut. That will be extremely exciting
1: that'll be exciting and then obviously you can come back on after the season's over to talk about how we drafted the winning team in this particular contest so if you are interested in playing over at the ffpc it is my ffpc.com this contest is a 125 and twenty-five dollar entry fee two hundred thousand dollars top prize for it but they have a multitude of other formats available including dynasty so check them out love all the stuff they do over at the ffpc my name is colin kelly you can follow me on twitter at over to marland my co-host is sean siegel check out his work up on rotaviz.com. it is hard to believe we are at this point just hours away from the nfl season it is uh, it's crazy to believe that we got to this point i want to thank dave again for jumping on but until we are back have a good one